You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Comment by John Robbie. Well, we had a fun two-week stay in the United Kingdom, but was glad to be back, I must say, my wife and I. I mean, the UK is fascinating. There's so much history and there's so much geography and the weather was cold and the fact that all the traffic lights work and my whole time, two weeks travelling extensively, we didn't see one traffic light that wasn't working. And uh, also how multicultural it is, especially in London. Uh, nobody has got a clue about Brexit we spoke to. That's total and utter confusion about what that that is all about. But two things are specifically looked for to feedback on this particular show. One was if I encountered any South Africans who live and work there. And uh, we went to the rugby in Cardiff. The rugby was pretty shocking, but it was a, a very, very interesting uh, day and a night we spent there. And also we watched the England-Australia game uh, a week or so later in a pub in Fulham, a big sporting pub. And I met dozens, uh, hundreds of young South Africans who are living and working in London. These are people who are qualified, who are skilled, who have got work experience. And without exception, the ones I spoke to said they would love to come back to South Africa. They long to, but they are scared of the uncertainty about the future. And and let me be honest and straight, the vast majority happen to be white South Africans, young white South Africans, not all of them. So that's a statement of fact based on my observation. But the question is, Is there a role for them here? Are they wanted and needed in South Africa? Does our economy need them? Well, of course we need skilled people in the country, either to come back and fill jobs or to come back and to to be entrepreneurs and start businesses and start employing people. Well, if the answer is yes, then for goodness sake, tell those people. Tell them, get the message across there. And I know we have the homecoming revolution, but more needs to be done because I spoke to literally dozens and dozens of young qualified South Africans who've got skills and work experience who would love to come back, but they need to be told. And then the other issue is something I make no apologies for banging on about, and that is tourism. Everyone I spoke to, I just said, have you been to South Africa? What do you feel about South Africa? Uh, the, the main ones were the Uber drivers because we went everywhere by, by Uber and all but one of them were not originally from the UK and had some fabulous conversations. But everybody I spoke to, including the Uber drivers and everybody else, first of all, uh, everybody who'd been to South Africa without exception said they loved it. They said they had the greatest time. They regaled you with stories about where they had been, what they had done, how exciting it was and how inexpensive uh, it was. They couldn't wait to return without exception. They had great, great memories. Everybody else I spoke to said crime and security. Oh, I'd love to go to South Africa, but all oh, crime and security. Is it safe there? And when they heard I lived in Johannesburg, they couldn't believe it. That is the first thing they mentioned without exception. And of course, we've got a crime problem in South Africa. But most of the crime we know is domestic, which is a massive issue. But when you get that fact across, the significance for tourism is huge. It is very, very significant indeed. So I say to Minister Derek Hanekom, and I say to the government, and I say to Tourism South Africa, and I say to everybody else involved in tourism, you're basically barking up the wrong tourist tree unless we, address, we, you, we, all of us, address the perception about crime. A lot more there needs to be done.